Atomic Habits book. Is that what what you want me to yeah, say? Yeah, we were kind of talking about that. Yeah, we were yeah. talking about that. And he has a podcast. I do not know the name of it, but his name is James Clear. Nice. Yeah, for sure. Ooh, I'm going to stop saying that. I say that a lot. I remember that last episode. I said that like 10 times in Maybe the first two minutes. Thing. It's not. I don't want it to be my thing. Okay, well. We'll, we'll drop it. it. Okay. I'll come up with other words. Okay. I almost said it again. <laughs> um, so that's a cool podcast slash book. Mm-hmm. Garbage in, garbage out. So I was recently referred to read the book Steal Like an Artist by... Steal, oh no. like S-T-E-A-L. Like steal it, like take it. Steal. <laughs> it's a book about how to make steel art. No, Feel like an artist is I should know you're so good at knowing the author's name. Thank you. Like yeah. Artiste. It's super fantastic. And I'm in that annoying phase by Austin Cleon. Okay. And I'm in that super annoying phase where I'm I keep saying to people, I read this book or in my book, and in the book. And the book says, like, that's the phase I'm in right now because I'm so mm-hmm. into it. And it's essentially like a self-help book, but in the way of, like, not in an annoying way. It's very, like, tidbits of information about for people to be, access their creative self. Mm. So the premise of Steal Like an Artist is the concept of, you know, like, copying those you admire so say one of the examples was like Kobe Bryant was obsessed with you know his heroes and he loved their moves and he practiced their moves well at some point and like even from an actual you know from an art perspective if you're obsessed with someone's art you can do their art another example was like fan fiction if you like a movie Mm. but you're like this is missing an element that I like I'm going to write my own version of this is copying that but what makes it special is that it becomes, instead of mimicking it, it transforms into your own work because actually it's your interpretation of that. Hmm. So it's not plagiarism or copying per se. It's the molding of it into what is what inspires you and what it becomes. Yeah. Or maybe it, it even it probably makes it less scary to try. If yeah. you think that you're like not having to come up with like an original idea, but then in doing it, you kind of are. And that's exactly yeah. what they're saying. Like steal like an artist is that one of the, there's like so many different, it's cool. Cause there's so many different quotes and stories and they credit like all these people. So I don't remember who said this, but there was some quote that said, everything that could be said has already been said. No one was there to hear, but no one was there to hear it. 
Mm-hmm. So now we must say it again. <laughs> mm-hmm. So who cares? Like everything that's the same thing as like, I think Gary V and a lot of different influencers and entrepreneurs say it's like, yeah, you've sure people have done it. People have done whatever it is The people have done podcasts. I've done, you know, fitness trainer, whatever, it, whatever you may be doing, but you haven't done it. Mm-hmm. Your version hasn't been spoken. How you say it hasn't been shared. Yes. No one can duplicate what you're doing. So not don't plagiarize. Don't take exactly. Don't touch Don't try to take credit for the work, but it's, it's be inspired by it and it's okay. And that's good. And that's kind of how it goes. Interesting. It will not be the exact same thing because it's you doing. Mm-hmm. It. Yeah. I like that. And then it breaks it down into like 500 different things and how to be like, one of the things was like today that I was reading was the thing that you're doing while you procrastinate your work is probably the thing you should be doing for work. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? So like, say oh, for example, like what you go to. Yeah. What's your go to when you procrastinate your work? That's probably what you should actually be doing. So if like, for example, if you had work to do and you're like a doodle or like to draw, it's like, that's probably what you should be doing because that's your actual like go-to thing. Just stuff like that. Very like practical advice, things that are, that make sense. And about like identifying your her- like heroes. And then I realized I had no heroes and then I got kind of sad. And then I had sat on it for a couple more days and like found some people that I admire. So it's stuff like that. It's like, Start studying the people that you admire. Anyways, you'll read the book. It's great. I can oh, ta- I could talk about this all day. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm only a couple of chapters in, but I already feel inspired. <laughs> nice. And that's kind of the point. And it's it's geared towards creative people, but the it could be for anything. It could be for writing, drawing, photography, acting, sports, whatever there is to be creative or anything, which humans are naturally creative because that's just kind of living, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I want to do something more creative, but I have such a limiting, like, idea on what creativity means. Right. Yeah. Even though it's like I know that it could be like you can put like creativity into anything. Look but... at it behind you. You're already creative. You have cute little flowers on your pillow. Yeah. You have a cool. Well, but I didn't make them. But you chose them. True. You put. You made your wall match your pillows, right? Yeah, we went to LACMA yesterday uh-huh. and the exhibit that I really liked was, I don't even, I didn't write their name down, um, but it was interesting because it's most, it was mostly words. And oh. so it was like, kind of like the one that I liked the most. Oh, I like, know the artist. Is it Ray Dunn? <laughs> it was just an art on the canvas. Oh my God. No, but there's one room where it had like three TV monitors uh-huh. and then like the one was the Pledge of Allegiance. And so it would go like one word at a time and then it would say like, I pledge and then pledge would change to like forced like this, this and then like allegiance and then like it would do the whole thing and then it would and it would make like a clicking sound with each like change of the word and then it Whoa. did marriage vows and then it did like last will and testament it was really cool like the words that they chose to like substitute 
Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, dang. And so that was like kind of heavy. like their yeah. art was like overlaying words on different things or just like little phrases. And then they had like phrases on the um, floor and stuff. I don't know. I like that one. I was like, see, I was like, this is art. And that's yeah. it's more like a like, I don't know like a writing type of thing but yeah 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 because isn't art just like anything that like invokes an emotion Mm -hmm. is invoke the right word I said it and then I regretted it okay no yeah that's right okay cool cool you're my dictionary thanks I try out loud the source spell check well it's cool on kindle like when you read you can like press down on the word and highlight yeah i'm like i, I hope i remember <laughs> like what's that mean yeah mm-hmm. very convenient that's cool yeah exactly exactly there are things and it does and that's why i'm like i think obsessed with this book because it's like giving you it feel like i'm getting permission mm-hmm. to see things in a different light that i didn't really look at it before mm-hmm. or it just like spells it out for you kind of like a, it feels like almost like cheating like a shortcut you're like oh <laughs> that's how they got there that's like that makes sense like why they would why people think like that or mm-hmm. you know kind of like takes the pressure off like you're saying having to identify what is and is not creative yeah once you see what superpowers you got it's like yeah that's creative mm-hmm. you know it's possible yay ooh, ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even the, oh, and the other one was like letting your hobbies, I think you like, you would like this. Let your hobbies talk to each other, connect with each other. So it's like for me, you know, I like to do jujitsu and podcasting and I started doing some acting stuff. And I, you know, I did some other stuff too, but like those ones I found myself already making connections is like, well, when I do jujitsu, you know, when I compete, it's like the ultimate, it's like the ultimate test of how, like what skills I know, what am I able to do right now with acting? I'm kind of curious about like getting into auditions just, and then like, instead of putting the pressure on it, like, oh, to make money, why not make it a, to put myself to the ultimate test to see how my skills are doing. So like connecting mm-hmm. those two, it doesn't have to be a creative thing, but still just letting them interact and seeing how they can help each other mind blown I like that, that kind of like restructured my thinking and helped me like feel more at peace because I'm like oh that I understand because mm-hmm. at first I was like oh auditions like so much pressure that's scary like or it's just a test to see if I can do what I'm doing because I like doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. and I don't feel as scared you see you should read it I'm excited yeah, especially like if you have a it. kindle download it now we're all gonna okay. watch can you download it <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Well, that was so fast. You must have great Wi-Fi. This yeah. episode is sponsored by Spectrum. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, no, I think we are Just Spectrum. Kidding. I don't know. We are too. We're like, rah, rah, rah. But why are you guys really here? Is it to hear about my burrito dilemmas? I'm yes. invested. Yes, it is. We have a super... We're going to watch Kylie <laughs> eat her burrito. Oh my god! And she's gonna review it live. Yeah, I'm a food taster. I'm gonna like. Oh, we can do some ASMR. 
Yeah, burrito ASMR. That sounds that sounds inappropriate. Well, um, <laughs> don't Google. That's it, like my worst nightmare, honestly. Burrito ASMR. I would like lose my any mind. I don't like ASMR that no, much. It makes me feel like someone's whispering in my ear, and I'm like, "You're too close." Get away from me. Like nobody. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, who's like, there? I'm like, please stop because, like, no one talks like that ever. And if my husband did, I'd be like, get out of my ear. Like, I'd, yeah, it's, it's definitely not like... for us because you're supposed, supposedly, for the people that are into it, you feel like very calm and like pleasant. I feel like they're trying to arouse me about things that are not arousing. But see, that's and the like... thing, supposedly, not. I mean, there's probably like some that are supposed to do that, but the general ones are not supposed to be like sexual. Just let that. Oh, my microphone. Is... Katie's like, it's not, it's not supposed to be sexual, but wow. <laughs> microphone is flying out. Meanwhile, I'm like literally shuddering at the, the microphone of it. is like, oh, oh, it's not. Goodbye. <laughs> I was here for the sexual stuff. No, no it's yeah. like get a little closer, baby. <laughs> oh, so bad. Um, yeah, no, I don't like it. And I have misophonia, so oh, for sure. Me yeah, too. it's that thing where you can't handle certain sounds, mm -hmm. especially you wanna... eating. Makes you want to hurt someone. It does make me quite angry. There's other sounds too, though, that I forgot I had. Or even just thinking about it makes me like, yeah. One of them is paper on paper, like paper and oh, paper and napkins. Like people do this thing where they want to like, like wipe their fingers off, and then the paper skids on the paper as they do like this. Hmm, that's an interesting one. That one is associated because I don't like the feeling of that, and so when I hear the feeling, I feel mm -hmm. the feeling. But like how people don't like certain textures. Yeah, my brother's like that with cotton balls. So is my cousin. Like and... actually, I think he's borderline the phobia that we talked about a long time yes, ago. Yes, yes, yes. Where he like won't yeah. go near won't them. Touch, yeah. I mean, I don't like them either, but that's the same concept where like just I the can get the like feeling. the chill to go down my spine when I touch a cotton ball. Yeah. But I'm not like afraid of it. Yeah, for sure. It's not like it's yeah. weird though, like that reaction. It is. Nope. But you understand that feeling, yeah, that yeah, feeling yeah. that you feel. That's how I feel with the ugh, the paper on the paper. It's like, <laughs> and it really, it's not funny. I know it's not. Ew, that was a horror. Delete that. I don't know what that was. I, I looked like a rapping bunny with a double chin. <laughs> so I was like, that could be your rapper name. <laughs> Wrapping bunny? Yeah, or like bunny angry with an bunny. Eye. Yeah. Yeah. Like a little bunny. Well, bad bunny could Ooh. work with him. Oh, is that a is that already a person? I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Oh. Like this little thing looks like a virus with its legs. Yeah, it does. <laughs> like a bacteriophage. Hmm. You want us to prove that we're science people. Anytime, challenge and then there's, us. It's like it's RNA that's coming out. It's like pooping it out. <laughs> and like these are the little spike proteins. You want to talk mm -hmm. about COVID? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's there the go. RNA. 
the more you know yeah you're welcome <laughs> you're you're also welcome yeah so. we're we're welcoming you we're welcoming you into yeah. science for sure um no updates on the burrito so i guess that's on the way Ugh. okay so i do have one to- <laughs> save it for the podcast yay okay it's a very random one um yeah but i i had written it down in the front of this one because i think of something we are talking about and i was like i'll save it for the podcast yeah so a long not a long time ago (laughs) i was looking um for birthday presents like ideas for for you for your 30th birthday last year oh i don't know if i'm allowed to say that um (laughs) do you want your age i think we've talked about that several times so i think we're good yeah okay um and i had meant to send this to you after your birthday but one you know how like google will have like google shopping like at the top when it thinks you're looking for like things to buy um one of them was an all pink casket (laughs) Ew. I i was like say what and i screenshotted it i'll have to see if i still have it but it was the most everything else was like like you know 30th like themed gifts and then literally just in the middle pink casket and then and then i was like is that like a joke or something because you're like so old but no it was like several thousand dollars so i think it was a literal pink casket i was like i don't know maybe if that's like something you buy your friend for later like hey do you have room in your garage to store the pink casket or maybe you sleep in it like something i don't know just get ready i have so many questions they're just like mounted in your wall like on your wall like oh like look yeah like it not oh am i allowed to say that that's very far they have the thing where you can like sit in the casket and you're like do they still have that yeah i haven't gone in so long uh there's a lot of uh news stories about how it's turned very um not nice not nice there's like always fights there oh no i haven't seen any i mean i was in one but i haven't like seen any (laughs) others you're like besides when i started yeah i fight the western people they just Mm. like to i fight the people on the train yeah yeah like this is a hold up and you're like, like no it's not <laughs> with your like whatever the like <laughs> like the fake thing yeah. with the cork katie's like i got it i got it <laughs> like okay put that here put like the little like yeah it is little like gun but it's like the the cork like you mm-hmm. pull it and the cork goes yeah and it goes i don't it's like or something but i don't not like that yeah like what you just did yeah. thanks that's, that's really fun to hear too when you're walking around oh my god like, yeah everyone like... them off. oh and then Things also like drinking yeah <laughs> um semi-related i was looking when i was looking up the bop it pictures for our <laughs> other episode i yeah. was like seeing if we could like buy one still and oh then God. there's one on eBay, and it was like vintage toy from the no. 90s, and I was like middle finger. Like, I was like, so we're in the vintage uh, category. A holes. I mean, I would be stoked on the Gigapet, but Bop It being vintage. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I would go. I could. I'd like a Tamaguchi. Mm-hmm. I think they have I think them. That's more of what I meant. You could pet Tamaguchi. Well, they have like there's a bunch, and you just keep them all on a keychain. Yeah, I had Dalmatian. <gasps> I think I had like the one that was like um, kind of like more of like a U shaped. Mm-hmm. Is that those one? Like they were dogs, different dog ones. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm having major flashbacks. Dude, those were so cool. Yeah. That's the kind of technological entertainment we had. Yeah. And then I had a robot dog I bought with my own money. It was like... And it would just like... Have like a little remote leash. And all you do is just like watch it walk across the table. And that was it. And it was see-through. So you know it was good. And also from the 90s. You know, like the see-through phones. Oh, yeah. And like the Mac. Put those here. Okay. That was the, that was like how you knew something was modern mm-hmm. in the 90s was because you could see the electronics. Yes. I actually still have that phone. <gasps> I was obsessed with it and it's blue. I had like a tealish one and you could change it I to like teal. And then you could change the ringtones to like Rocky. Oh my gosh, I don't think I had that. Oh. <laughs> Or I didn't know I could do that if that was the case. It was funny, like, how cool it was to have, like, the landline phone in your room, even though we only had yes. one line. I know, but it was... And I didn't like to answer the having phone. cordless. It was, like, yeah, it was, like, cordless, and then also... And you could, like, hear when people are on the line still. They're like... Mm-hmm. You're like, I hear you get off the phone. <sighs> oh... Kids today would never know the pressure of trying to record that family voicemail. Mm-mm. Or if you wanted to, like, call your crush, you'd have to call their home phone. Like, hi, Mrs. Yeah. Jackson, is Timothy available? <laughs> this is Kylie. And then just, like... Then you just hang up because yeah. you're so scared. You're like, like, hi. Okay, bye. Yeah. Uh, did you do your homework? <laughs> uh, no. Can I copy your notes? Um, sure. <laughs> like you call about yeah. it, like, yeah. That's about how that's about how it went back in the good day. Times. Good times, good times, horrible times, but good times. Mm-hmm. Dating today, yeah. You had actually like talking face to face or like flirting was like, oh man. Flirting in the 90s. I feel like this would be a great segue. Mm -hmm. Before the apps, yeah. It was like you had to... I don't even know if you could delete your messages back then. I think you were just like praying your parents. There's no code. There's no password. So you had to be like sneaky with the things that you asked. Mm -hmm. Like what you... Like what color you wearing is like (laughs) your undies, right? So weird. That's still a thing, but yeah, I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't that young, but still <laughs> didn't really want my parents seeing that. Mm-hmm. There's always the threat of like, I can, I can request your text messages from the phone company. Yeah, that's so you what... better not be writing anything inappropriate. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. I don't know if that was real or not, but that's what I was told is like, we can like pull up all of your text messages if we want. Like, do you also have my snake scores? <laughs> Dude, snake was awesome. Snake was stressful. Let's be real. It was fun, though. Snake was fun. It was stressful. 
Because you couldn't pause it. Mm. So it was Minesweeper. Ooh, I like Minesweeper. Also stressful. I didn't really understand how it worked until I was like an adult. And I'm like, oh, I that would have been know. nice to like have that explained. Is there but any strategic? Like yeah. It's oh, like the number yeah. tells you how many bombs are around it. So it's like. I was just like, oh, no, numbers. <laughs> that was my. I thought it was like you just get your score. And then if you can like, like just Minecraft. happen. Mm-hmm. Or Minecraft, Minesweep, Minesweep. Minesweep, Minesweep is yeah. You can do that at some point over there or wherever wherever you are relative to the double mind sweep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the whole screen, we're just like playing like big screen. Like So now we're gonna watch Katie play Mind Sweep live. Oh my gosh, that's stressful. Uh, good times. We will be playing games tonight though. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Okay, I have two save it for the podcast. Yes. And their story, their topics that came up today on Easter. I'm telling you, that's the best types of conversations. And for ideas for future episodes. So I feel like these would be mm. good ones. I wonder if you'll like them. Number one. I won't. So today we um we live semi near the water, so California's huge. Whatever. Which water? You'll never know. Which water? Which ocean? Which lake? Which pond? Which river? So we took a ferry where you like get on the f- with your car. I know you went I on know. that. I went on that. Oh, I've Come done that me. in Seattle. It, I was terrifying. not the driver. I was not the driver. I did not agree to it. I was in the very very back and was like, "Help!" So be- as we're about to drive on, I'm like, "Can someone roll down a window?" No, <laughs> because I got scared. I was like, "Please make sure it's in park. Please put on the birds." I mean, I'm like, not good enough someone rolled on a window because there's like five of us in the car and if something were to happen if we go in that water if we go down i am clawing my way out of there yeah Family i don't not, like I having am... to stay in the car you didn't have to but i did oh. and because i was in the very very back and people in front of me weren't getting out so i was like well i'm not climbing over you guys um but also i will but roll yeah, down a window so i have somewhere to go so then i had the thought like what should we do like, what do you do if you're in your car and it goes underwater? Because that's honestly like one of my personal Ooh, biggest me fears. Too. Have you seen yeah, Fear and Factor? And I know they have. Oh, Fear Factor. Dude, they made them do that in Fear Factor. Out. And I watched I have, like, it a and I had a fear for Fear Factor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, someone did it? Yeah, like that's been scarred Ooh. in my mind because I do have the fear of that. And just yeah. like watching them because you basically have to let the water completely like fill up the car to reach equilibrium with the outside right oh just doing have to do like the the yeah oh god dude anything about being underwater and having zero control of that just like no thank you that's what i'm wondering so that would be a great episode isn't that a good Mm -hmm. episode like i know they have the tools i have that tool in my car like i I think about that all the time unfortunately i don't know would it work under driving over ferries I don't know, but we should we should figure we should it try out. it. We should talk about that. Don't go near water with a car in the next until we do that. So just putting it out there. Number two, also involving cars. We were driving and there was like we we're driving home from Easter and there was this gentleman who was clearly on something because he was like driving weird. He like gave us the eye and then we we're like I was like don't get next to him because he's under. And then my husband's like you should do an episode on road rage. I'm like, uh, we have. 
and <laughs> thanks for listening and no it's okay I, I and then so I was like don't pull up next to this guy because we don't want to engage with him like let him do his thing and so we're like at the light and we're like a little bit you can't really see yeah but, it's safer to be kind of behind them and like just let him let him go let him get angry at someone else and then sure enough he does he starts like engaging with someone else and his hands out the window oh like, my god meh, 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 talking to someone and he's driving kind of funky i'm like and then my husband and i had the conversation of he was like it's kind of crazy that people are just like could be driving on drugs or drinking mm-hmm. like at any given moment like all the cars on the road like you don't know who they are what they're doing what they've been doing and then i was like yeah it's kind of like like we're literally driving around on the honor code that i just thought of the world dude and it's like scary like yeah people don't but yet Mm -hmm. and and it doesn't work like there's so many accidents every single year about drinking and driving or being under the influence like that would be a crazy episode to, to do and it's like how do we live in a society that accepts the honor code as from ages 16 i know that's so young for that matter and they have a brain but it's not done and it won't be done for another 11 years and it's just like what this is yeah between like the ages of 16 and 18 you have to make some like pretty important like life decisions slash you're given a lot of uh freedom with your car and their hormones it's like it's just it's like you know it'd be a great time uh to do young children uh why don't you pick your career (laughs) with all that going on (laughs) i know like can we just restructure society and what's expected depending on your hormone levels i mean come on man for real there's people that um talk about like living their life like according to their um like menstrual cycle because like it's like you know you have this much energy at this time so that's when you can do like your hiking and running and then you know like when you're lower in whatever hormones and that's your like chill week and yoga i'm like flow app totally covers all that yeah the what feel the i have the flow app this oh it tells you like this episode is sponsored by flow (laughs) just kidding jokes I have the app and yeah, it tells you like what stage you're at and what that means and what foods are recommended and like what level of activity. Do I do those things? No. But it's nice to know. Oh, I want to do It is nice to know. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Right. Makes you feel like a little bit more in control of something you have zero control over. You're like, well, I can do things that make me feel better. Maybe so. Yeah. Cause you're not even really taught about that. Or at least I wasn't. Like what does no. mean? Like your different phases, cycles, and, and phases. No. Mm-mm. All I know is, like, wear a condom. Mm-hmm. And you'll STDs. bleed once a month. Yeah, and STDs are everywhere. Mm-hmm. And like, if heaven forbid you ever get one, you're gonna you're gonna die. <laughs> Basically, what it, like on Mean Girls, literally like Mean Girls. You don't have sex because if you do, you will get what is it like? You will get not pregnant, but as like, and then you'll die. Yeah, something like what? You don't remember? Oh, I feel like we should. I wish we could put that. That. Uh, 
Yeah, I feel like that would probably be a copyright Clip. issue. Wow, I know. You will get, <clears throat> is it chlamydia? <laughs> mean Girls STD. <laughs> Don't have sex because you will get pregnant and die. Don't have sex in the missionary position. Don't have sex standing up. Just don't do it. Okay? Promise? Okay, now everybody take some rubbers. <laughs> That's a pro- that, mm, that was a problematic character. I don't really remember that character. He's the, like, co- like the, the teach, like, the sports coach who's also the sex ed teacher. In the later scenes, it turns out he's, like, having uh an an affair with one of the students it's like like looking back it's not Mm. not good you know those things like this didn't age well Mm -hmm. probably did not age very well but anyways okay that's not what we're talking about those are the two topics (laughs) that i wanted to share with you that i feel like would be good episodes yes and you were like saying something about honor code driving oh i just had that conversation with my boyfriend because someone when we were driving in la it's like some I was saying like because some like two or three cars like ran the red light mm-hmm. and I was like they like people do that and they get away with it because they know everyone else is going to follow the like honor code of like oh well, we see a car going even though it's our green light we're not going to like run into them so it's like they take advantage yes and then uh, and then we had that the same conversation like isn't it crazy that we've all yeah I would like to know the psychology about that the free will to not people we've all collectively agreed these are our road rules terms and most people abide by them yeah so i mean i mean there's nothing stopping you from just driving however you want running people off the road i mean there is in the way you could get arrested repercussions killed hurt but that's why drunk drivers do those things right because their inhibitions are low whereas we have inhibitions that are not Mm-hmm. that are up things that do inhibit us from doing that yeah it's pretty interesting that's like a whole other thing of like why do we abide by the law <laughs> why are we good people why do people have why do we follow laws and yeah, why don't people... is it like are we follow like are we doing or are we not doing them because the laws exist or is it because we're like quote unquote like good people and we wouldn't be doing that anyway or we're taught and it's a learned thing. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That would be a good episode too. But it's not today's episode. Not today. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Super intense for no reason. Story <laughs> of my life. Um, let's see. <laughs> Fire had to write a book. That's what would be the title. Super <laughs> intense for no reason. <laughs> um <laughs> anyways, my husband would agree. Do you agree? He's not here. He doesn't even have my burrito yet. How dare he? Mm. Okay. Oh, this episode is going to be so uncomfortable. I'm excited. I know. It's like I've embrace, been waiting for this one. Embrace the cringe is what I'm going to say. I feel like it's fine because we don't really fall under the category. For oh. sure. Yeah, we don't at all. Maybe a little bit more. So, you know me no. i think bit. but it's weird because it's like i yeah anyways we'll get into it we'll get into it okay what are we talking about today katie we're gonna talk about the psychology behind why some people date 
people that look exactly like themselves. Yes. AKA the siblings are dating episode. Oh my gosh. That was probably the funniest thing you've ever shown me (laughs) was that Instagram page siblings are dating. I feel like we should get the person who created that page on here. I wonder what like made them start that. Mm-hmm. let's bring them on now here they, here are. they are just kidding it's just my husband with my burrito yay <laughs> anyways i'm excited to talk about this because it's been so long that we originally talked about it so let's do it mm-hmm. yay what would you like to start with i'm excited my things um i found an article which i feel like you probably probably found too Crabs the nine reasons why Ooh, no i found different Ah. i feel like it's interesting because we always find different we always find different things even though we're this not the same people but but and that goes to show we don't have the same google algorithm yeah um this is from psychology today Let's see if I can do this all. Oh, it might be the same article. Is it? (laughs) Let's find out. The nine reasons why many couples look alike. I think it's worded different, but let's see if it's the same. We can just make it a discussion piece. Yeah, I just kind of wrote down the nine things. Some of them are self-explanatory and some I like wrote down what they meant. Mm -hmm. And so we could just kind of talk about them. Yeah. I'd like to start off that way. I would love to. Okay. Number one. You're like, all right, don't say that word. Like, well, I don't want to say that <laughs> um, <laughs> Number one, in-group bias. So this hmm. means like your social network approval and perceptions of similarity and perceived physical attractiveness. So kind of like who you hang out with, what your family thinks is appropriate. Mm. Like is what you will be attracted to. Mm-hmm. And then I think they're saying, like, in terms of why then that person would look similar is because it's like you're looking for that same group, like that family approval. Got it. Type of thing. This yeah. is also like weird. Yeah, it's going to get weird. <laughs> it's going to get weird. It's like, oh, I want my family to approve of my boyfriend. So I will find one that looks like my family. <laughs> they must like him now. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, I wrote a note that was like, okay, because it's like, I guess the, it, that also means to like your, your perceived physical attractiveness. And then so like, that's why you'd want someone that looks like you. Because it's like, you think you're attractive. Hmm. And then so I was like, does that explain why my boyfriend doesn't look like me? Because I think I'm ugly. <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. Um. Number you are two. beautiful. That's the way you are. Thanks. Um, number two is implicit egotism, which is kind of this like similar. It's basically think like you are attracted to yourself. Um, and this is kind of so what? Narcissism. Kind of. So Narcissist. the. Um, this article talks about experiments that these researchers did where they took certain people and then they took a picture of them 
And then yes, they, okay, this is the same article. Is it the same one? Well, it's not the same article, but they talk about this. Yeah, I'm assuming these studies are probably going to be prevalent in all of the, um, because they are all the same. Yeah, because this is evidence. also um, they do this experiment in the brain games episode. Ah. Um. So they yeah they take the participants' picture, and then they put like um like a picture of like whatever gender they are attracted to and then they blend in the participants features into that picture yep. to different degrees and the participants i don't know if there's a percentage um but they they more often than not picked the picture that had the most of themselves in the picture but the interest was like a level of being a, like basic because I don't know that because we know what we're talking about. So okay. I was just going to like say like, yes, it was basically a study of attractiveness, like pick the person you find most attractive and people kept picking or most likely more most often picking the one that has their faces for over a stranger <laughs> so, or something that's like a combination of it. So it's like this or this like this one is a combination of my face and a stranger and this is a total stranger with none of my features everyone not everyone but most people went for the person that has their features yeah isn't that interesting and then that could kind of tie into like the familiarity yes aspect too mm -hmm. but the interesting thing about this study or i guess it's a different experiment with like a different group of researchers they did so they did that test again but then they told they prompted another group beforehand saying like hey we're testing like incest and like how like often people are attracted to people of their own family or you know like relations and like relatives so that was the setup and then they did the same exact experiment and the participation or the participants rated the the self pictures less attractive so that kind of social pressures yeah so that indicates that the picking of the people like with your features is it implicit it's at the implicit level and people aren't knowingly attracted to people that look like themselves which i thought was interesting thank god on a subconscious level but there has to be something there that makes it pick them in the first place but they're like hey we want to see if you're attracted to your family. They're like, nah, <laughs> I picked the stranger. Dude, do you have another study or is this those the time were, for me to sh Let's see. Yeah, those were the only ones that I had of okay, studies. Okay, I have another study. Okay. Like, this is also from Psychology Today, different article. It was a 2010 study, but this was like in parallel with the study that you just talked about. So it's another one. But, um, same concept, except they just wanted to measure. I didn't go into too much detail, but they wanted to measure or track what people, which images people found most attractive. Mm. And so what they would do is they would flash an image and then they show the picture of the person they're asking, like, is this person attractive? What was the flash and image? The flash image. Thank you. That's a perfect prompt. The flash oh. image would either be a different stranger or their opposite sex parent and 
like their actual parent their actual opposite sex parent so it would be like so for me it'd be like my dad but if you were a dude it would be your mom and so before the stranger picture and majority would pick this picture that had a flash of their opposite sex parent first like it would be like a glimpse like a quick glimpse and so that that same thing of like why why are we doing that when Mm -hmm. it's kind of weird those are the findings too it was those two findings were were either a trend so let me let me phrase this properly most drawn to those who either look like ourselves or share characteristics of the opposite sex parent. Yeah, I do have that listed as one of the things, but I didn't have any study related to it. Yeah, so they did that study. And I was like, yeah, nothing. I don't like that. Mm -mm. I don't either. Was there, and then do you have more? Uh, uh-huh. yeah well there's nine and I haven't done all of them okay let's keep going um so all three you kind of mentioned the familiarity effect um, yeah. studies showed that increased exposure to faces like just general faces led to a higher rating of attractiveness so oh, we just had to flash like yeah like a stranger's face like a bunch of times and then like at the end be like oh okay which one do you think is the most attractive? It would most likely be the person that they showed the image of the most. Makes sense. Because you're like, I know that face. Mm-hmm. Um, number four, I didn't really understand that much. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you anyway. Uh, game theory. So this is the idea that there's only two forces or two main forces for human mate selection. Mm-hmm. Um, one is good genes, um, so preference for the best, and two is a self-seeking like, which is a preference for self-resemblance. And then, so the study um, results showed that, and I don't know what their criteria criteria for attractiveness was, mm-hmm. but it says the more attractive men and women were more likely to be paired together. And that couples and the couples resembled each other in facial features. So it's kind of like the most attractive also had similarity. So they were getting like the like best of both worlds, like the good genes and the self-seeking. Huh. What that means with game theory or whatever, I don't know. Hmm. Like Uh, picking with the best of the best of the best, sir. Yes. But it sounds like you can only do that if you yourself are also deemed attractive. Like you have to already, that's kind of like what you were talking about, right? Like the narcissistic slash, maybe not narcissistic, but ego, like feeding the ego where you're like, I am attractive and I will go for someone who is also like me. Mm -hmm. Self-preservation. Yep. Uh, Number five is the sexual imprinting, uh, seeking the face of a parent uh, unknowingly. Uh, Six, um, this is more of like a a fact well yeah the article so it's a factor of why you choose someone that looks like you mm-hmm. number six is emo- the emotional closeness of your parents can determine like choosing someone who looks like 
you or them. Right. Um, how close you were. Um, number seven is similar. So then the rest of these kind of go into more of like what I wouldn't necessarily think it's like would make you look like them or vice yeah. versa. These would just be like something like, oh, this is a quality I'd like in a partner. So it's <laughs> kind of weird that it's like, yeah, then you would still choose someone that looked like you. Someone like um, published nine, nine things. Like we got to think we have like, come on, one. <laughs> we're only Can't be 10. Six. Can't be six. Um, so the number seven is similar social judgments. Um, this one was kind of weird too, is perceived personalities based on looking at people's faces. Um, so people may pair with similar looking partners because they have similar personalities due to other people's judgments of how they look. Hmm. That's a little reaching, but yeah, I was like, mm. Mm. okay. It's like chicken or the eggs. Like you guys have similar yeah. personalities or you look like each other. Right. Um, number eight is matching body type. So it was saying like um, seeking out someone of similar height or weight, um, which would suggest a similar lifestyle. Hmm. Probably still that thing of trying to maintain the same, maintain the familiar. Yeah. And then the last one I thought was interesting because it's not necessarily, it's kind of like the opposite. So mm -hmm. it's uh, empathic mimicry. So it's sometimes the couples don't look like each other when they first get together, but over time they start to look more and more like each other. Is that why my husband and I both have a ponytail? I was like, so don't worry, there's still time. No. Oh <laughs> Which I can gosh. see too. Like if I could I picture it more as like older couples that like yeah. just don't really care anymore. And they're a like, lot of times people the cut out. their hair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um then that's oh, so that's the nine. And then the brain games episode is if you guys want to watch it, it's season yes, I do. three episode two and it's called laws of attraction and they show Ooh. a lot of these um experiments in real time and it's pretty interesting Ooh, of course it is because you get to see games. like the people's reactions and stuff uh -huh. which i feel like is missing from when you you know you just read about a study yeah you want to like see them like get watch their out. results revealed to them and they're like this is your mother forever oh my god like this photo is 90% of your mother's facial features. And they're like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. I really um, like that show. Just Yeah. General. I actually haven't really watched it in a long time. I want to Yeah. Watch it I again. mean, who knows if it's still on, but I remember back in the day watching it. Timeless, right? Your brain's going to be the same. So you can watch it over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the information I found was a little bit about the positive sexual imprinting. Okay. And, um, like where it was first found or really discussed and mm. it actually starts with birds. What? Yeah. Birds and mammals. And so it's interesting. Well, but they I was all like, kind of look like each other. Well, there's a reason for that. Right. Okay. So. Uh -huh. They're saying that parents, this is in the context of birds. Let's just start there. But there's some, for a second, I thought you were drinking your microphone. I was like, what's happening? Because <laughs> it looks the same. I was like, which is which? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. You know. Okay. 
gotta soak it all in. Just Sorry. Drink it up. Drink up <laughs> the facts. No, you're good. Just I was just, I was like, ooh, what's that? <laughs> um, so for I kind of want to put this up here so it's like I'm not just looking down. Huh. I'm like put my notes here and be like positive Over the sexual <laughs> imprinting. <laughs> no, um has to do with like parents providing like literally a blueprint of what you're supposed to find in a mate subconsciously so it's not like you know little chickens are taking notes like okay this is what my mama told me like yeah mama says I should look like mama (laughs) no thanks wait so like the they're subconsciously choosing the qualities of the mom or like for birds for birds right they're imprinted on at a young age so um so this was uh, I found this article it's old it's okay it still applies. It's from 1999. <laughs> and it was in Nature by Darren E. Irwin and Trevor Price. And essentially, it's seen in birds. And the implication of that is that when they get older and it's time for them to mate, they're mating with the right species. Mm. Because there are thousands of birds, right? So it's like, that makes you know, like, ooh, like, look at that bird. It's like, no, that's the wrong species. You the know, star-crossed you lovers of birds. Yeah. Like, like, mom, but I love You can't have a parrot and a pigeon together, right? <laughs> it's not going to work. So that's why the pigeons got to stick with the pigeons and the parrots with the parrots. Like me. And what? I don't know. Did you I say like, like pigeons. me? I said I like peas, peas. but I regret that. Um, and that way they can mate and then, okay, so it's interesting. It makes sense, right? You like want to stick with your species. It's not good to just break out. I feel of like your this is a dangerous. <laughs> we're, t- we're talking about birds. Yeah, no, for not real. Me. And that's what I, that's yes. We're talking about birds, bird species, and all species. Please stick with your species, no matter no. what we're talking about. <laughs> what? It's okay, well, sorry. I just feel like it's also like like a what people would use for like segregation and stuff. Oh no, no! I know that's why I was like, no, we're just talking I about. I thought birds. you were talking about like, but yes, at the species level, like I'm talking like actual yes. species. Yes. Not, no, yeah. You took it to a place I did not. I know. Sorry. I just imagined like people assuming you or even using that science to Ooh. be like, hey. <laughs> not what i'm talking about i'm talking like please humans stay with humans that's what i meant by that yeah i feel like that's birds, stick with birds you know um but there are ligers so that's a thing lions and tigers that's cool but it's not really they don't like you know a mule is a horse and a donkey so they do do that uh, yeah but it's it's not ideal for the for the long term like like mules are a little bit like effed up in the brain you know you're not supposed to make eye contact with them really they're like angry yeah oh i didn't know all this that or when i was told that they were just messing with me to not i'm pretty sure that's the case oh my mac's gonna go to sleep pause but at one point this is like very immature of me and i couldn't resist but at some point in the discussion they're talking about post meeting and i was like post mating and then it all kind of like came to me and like post mating postmates post mating what's po- what is 
a post mating. So post mating is something that occurs after mating. Is that why they call it postmates? Because you order Wait. postmates after you mate and you get the food. Postmates? Why is it called postmates? Is that why they call it that? I doubt it, but I was like, what else could it mean? That has no food connotation. Dude. We all accepted it without discussing it. Wow, that's very interesting. I mean, that's what I do when I postmate, I postmate, you know? It's like part of the process. You have to. Just kidding. <laughs> My parents are listening, <laughs> which I don't think they do, so it's fine. Wow. We really I'm sure many people today. postmate after they postmate. Max, or that's redundant. My husband's clearing his throat. I think he's listening. Cough again if you heard that. He didn't cough. <laughs> postmate, postmate is what we're saying. Mm. Yeah. Just something just food for thought. I'm gonna look it up. Pun intended. <laughs> yeah. And then psychology today also gave me some more more information and I didn't want I felt like we should share it oh no so there was a okay back up pause what we're about to disclose is not our reflection of how we feel on this podcast <laughs> this is the, the information of research what is it like the information disseminated on this podcast in no way reflects the opinions of Katie and or Kylie um, you're not parented podcast yeah. Please do not take this information as true or advice. Consult a physician before <laughs> proceeding. Okay. So there is this research uh, researchers at the Decode Genetics Company in. Okay, I don't know where this is located. I'm assuming it's Sweden because I can't pronounce the name. Kylie okay. knows how to pronounce every other name except for Swedish names. It's in southwestern Ireland. Ireland. I know. Sorry, Iceland. So oh. close. Oh yes. Close. I wonder how you say that. Maybe I'm gonna say Umlaut. it's pronounced Reykjavik. Oh yes, the capital. Oh, is that? Mm -hmm. I think. The capital. Okay, so I'm not crazy. Okay, cool. From Psychology Today. They found that marriages between third or fourth cousins in Iceland tended to produce more children and grandchildren than those completely of unrelated individuals. What? What? The research researchers suggested that mar wait, I want to see your face while I read this. There we go. The researchers suggest that marrying third and fourth cousins may be optimal for reproduction because this degree of genetic similarity may produce the best gene pool. So you need to have some similarity? There's in your... sibling and first cousin couples were they to mate. What? would have inbreeding problems, whereas couples genetically far removed from each other could have genetic incompatibilities. What? Oh, if they're too far removed. So if they're too similar, too many similarities, genetic problems. Too far removed, in genetic incompatibilities. Therefore, third and fourth cousin couples are genetically compatible while having no serious inbreeding problems. Okay, what's serious? What's non-serious? 
I think like, um, well, if you're too genetically similar, similar and you have inbreeding, that's where um, trisomy, was it trisomy 23? Well, or hemophilia, like the, um, yeah. the one royal family. Yeah. They're like, we must preserve the monarchy. You are going to marry your cousin. Ugh. Ugh. I'm literally like having problems. It's like, hey, remember that kid you grew up with? And was that all the family functions? Ugh. <laughs> Go make babies with them. Oh, my God. You're making us all vomit. I can't. Yeah. So, oh, well, yeah, I guess it. you're reducing. I mean, I'm just trying to look up like the exact, exact mutations so um that you could have with your third or fourth or like the ones that are like more no like why inbreeding is bad but basically it's like you're if you have issues then you're basically giving your issues to your offspring and you're likely to have your siblings are likely to have those issues too so the odds of those issues yeah because you, you may removed be, yeah you may not have them like the phenotype of them but you could still have the gene, but then you can't hide them forever. So I'm now I'm looking up who is the third cousin. And when I typed in who is a third cousin just went right there. People are looking this up already. So what is a third cousin? Are they considered family? Okay. Yeah, I can't, I have a hard time doing that genealogy in my head. The third cousin is the child of your parents' second cousin. Your second cousin is Okay, let's let's break this down. Your second cousin is the child of your parents' first cousin. Ooh. And a cousin is the aunt and uncle. Uncle. I, you don't have any cousins, huh? I do. You do? Mm -hmm. Real ones? Yeah. Why don't I know this? Oh, yeah, they're far away. Yeah, they're far away. Sorry, cousins of Katie. I remember them. You talk about them all the time. Okay. They're my favorite, <laughs> my favorite, because they're my yeah. only. Yeah, one and only. Okay, so your second cousin would be your mom. Does your mom have cousins? Uh, I think so. So it would be, your second cousin would be your mom's cousin's Kid. child. And then so from there, it's just like the kids of that. The third cousin is a child of your parent. Yeah, so then their kid. Okay. I feel like they would be too young. Yeah, you'd have to also. It depends the on like time. Yeah, the ages also. Ooh. We'll put up a genealogy tree. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. And then it says your children and your third cousin's second. No. <laughs> Your children and your third cousin's children would be fourth cousins. Wait. So they're because they're related. So the kid, if you did hook up with your third cousin, third cousin, the child is the second cousin's fourth co cousin. No, the kids, the kids, your kids would be fourth cousins together. Oh, as no. one like they are each other's fourth cousins oh my God. isn't that good oh in most cases 
your third cousin has a great grandparent whose sibling is your great grandparent. So like your great grandparents. That's where it comes are from. Are siblings. And then you just branch out from there. And then you it's like they're like siblings and then it's like da, 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 and then it's like ding. not good and then these fourth cousins are like siblings and then it goes and then it comes back to it it's like a little diamond i like it i mean you and your third cousin share a set of great great grandparents because it goes it's literally (laughs) a diamond great great grandparents great grandparents parents Cousins, fourth cousins, ding. But then, then you are the great grandparents of the next generation of fourth cousins. But then, I wonder, like, with all the familiarity and all that stuff, like, would you find like a more extended cousin attractive? So I was reading about like why, like, in a good way, like, like why we're not attracted to people like our, our that we're siblings. related to like the opposite yeah and it's because of being around each other a lot I think another one was like like the being too familiar like where what it's up, like over <laughs> ew oh my god being like too too in each other yeah around each other and then another one was like talking about how yikes can you hear that what take it um <laughs> where there was some competition thing with like you're not attracted to uh someone who is real like who is also raised by your mom so stepbrother or like half or whatever sibling there was some competition there where it's like no like do like that's to prevent that as well you're competing for your mom's attention so that you're not attracted to them something like that I think I think it's like it's it helps because you're always exposed to them all the time so it's like no I want but wouldn't that get you ready for marriage the gene the tree I don't like the tree our third cousin considered family wait what was your question oh I was just saying like getting for marriage (laughs) yeah if you're around someone so much oh no yikes um depending on the family you might know your third cousins uh, personally close-knit families who stay in touch blah 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 like a matriarch patriarch i'm trying to think who's my third cousin i have no idea who my third cousin is wow there's something called my cousin calculator tool that sounds scary like can i date them wait so my parent you can you can literally calculate this so it's like who how are you related to this common ancestor is it your parent or your grandparent or your great-grandparent and then it like helps calculate it for you that's nice my brother is really bad at that and we'll like tease him like when we go to my aunt and uncles i'm like okay so who is this i'm like um my cousin like no everyone's just a cousin in his mind yeah because i'd be like okay so if i had a child what would they be to you (laughs) my cousin (laughs) 
like, oh my god. Oh, poor guy. Yeah, he, he's not so smart. Just no, kidding. he is. He is. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Ugh. But would it, you probably it would be better than to know who your third and fourth cousins are so you don't accidentally end up dating them. Oh, you know what we should have done? I don't have any stories of that. that uh, been... Well, I think I mentioned this on another podcast, but I feel um, like you did. The one of the girls from Self Helpless podcast, um, Delaney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she did mention this. She did a stand up special about first cousins dating. Because I think some some first cousins in her family dated or something. And so then she just interviewed a bunch oh. of first cousins who were together. And according to them and her or whatever, like this third and fourth cousin thing is saying is like it's not actually that taboo as like society makes it. It's easy to say when they're in that. <laughs> hmm. I'm literally, I can't stop shuddering. I know. It's like, I could maybe like the third or fourth. I think it's interesting the, like the ratio of like having similar, like a similar genetic pool, but with enough sprinkled in of like differences is actually optimal. That's what they say in Iceland, so. Hmm. Yeah, I when I was in school in Scotland, one of my roommates was Irish. And like, you know, like that's the joke is like everyone's related. Mm. And so she had a friend, like she met a friend who was from Ireland and like sh- that friend brought like friends. And my roommate was joking like, "Oh, we're probably cousins." Like, <laughs> and then they ended up actually being cousins. <laughs> I think, you know, like an extended whatever, but I was yeah. like Maybe that's why a lot of people leave Ireland so that they don't accidentally don't have that problem. Mm-hmm. Same with Catalina. I think during that conversation, this is probably like a rehabbing of the same conversation we had back then, whenever we talked about that. Same with Catalina Island in the off California. I had a I met a girl who was from there and she said the same thing that people who are born on Catalina you have to be careful because they're probably related because people don't leave the island that much and that was the same thing it's like oh like whatever happened to that couple Mm -hmm. they broke up because they found out they were cousins wow yeah that would be interesting like to Mm -hmm. look back like when back in the day when we had like smaller like tribes and villages like how that worked no no thank you i mean because it probably i mean we're here and now. Romeo, maybe that's like all the Romeos and Juliets of the world are what gave us the gene pool that we needed. Oh. They're just like star-crossed lovers. Mm-hmm. They're like, we can't have them, but we want them more. So like the psychology overpowered the genes slash closeness slash mm-hmm. availability slash familiarity. Thank you, Romeo and Juliets of the world. Yes, thank you. Before you offed yourselves. Spoiler alert. Well, yeah, I guess they didn't have any offspring, so I guess it didn't really help they that much. didn't, but the concept is there. You get, you know what I'm talking we, about. They helped. Yeah. They, they, I mean, they were fictional, but. Uh-oh. My cat is so bad. Get down. One moment, please. Get down. Say hi. Hi, Yankees. 
do you feel about third cousins? No comment? <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. How do you actually feel about third cousins? Oh, he's pushing the text. <laughs> he's like, I, no. Yeah, so. Long story short. No, thank you. Yeah, small town vibes. Too small. Everybody. <laughs> My husband looked at me when I said too small. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to do a quick poll. Let me ask him. Well, no, not if it's too small about the third cousin thing. I want to ask him. Hold on one second. What do you think about people who are third or fourth cousins having kids and that it's more genetically good for reproduction than random strangers he said that's weird that's weird yeah that's my husband and how he elaborates he's my fifth cousin (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's my fifth so it's okay no we i mean we don't here's a picture no just kidding (laughs) we don't look like each other but we do have similar coloring i feel like you guys could be a couple that would end up looking like each other later on like long term mm-hmm. like he grows out his hair yeah and he also has facial hair so that helps us look different but we're both just happy i don't know probably you're probably right i feel like we're already starting to look like each other like you were saying he doesn't agree. <laughs> well, you're not part of this. They so don't know what we're talking about. It's okay. I don't want to look like him exactly, obviously. <laughs> he said, Why wouldn't I want to look like perfection? Uh, I mean, I can't, I can't disagree with that because I'm like, Yeah, you're perfect for me. So <laughs> now he's singing in the garage. But anyways. I can't hear yeah. it, so. That's good. Yeah, no, I'm just saying I kind of, this kind of applies to me a little bit. But when I met him, I don't think I realized that we had similar, like, hair color, eye color. Well, now people are going to know what he looks like. <laughs> no, but <laughs> it doesn't, like, like look, like, you can have the same yeah, hair color. Beach, not like, look. yeah, and look different. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I said I wasn't going to say it. I agree. I agree. Concur. I concur. Oh, concur. <laughs> Same thing, but different. You, on the other hand. Yeah, that's why I wonder if it's something in my genes because I have a lot of uh, recessive mm-hmm. features. And so I have not dated anyone that looks anything like me slash is the same i mean and honestly i've only dated like a few people so it's not like i have like this huge like thing it's just like everyone looks exactly like you like no one looks like me it's like yeah i don't think well the one person was white but i'd say like the other are not even my same like ethnicity Mm -hmm. so i wonder all about I wonder if that's because, like, they have more dominant genes. So at some level, it's like the like I I need like my genes aren't like strong. Mm-hmm. 
So, like, I need to have a partner that has strong genes. You're like, they will something. keep us going. Yeah. I don't know. But tell us why do you like the type that you like? No, I'm just kidding. You don't well. Like <laughs> so what features do you like? What do you like about them? I know. Personality versus looks. It's such a weird thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's all of the above. But, yeah. So, that's 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 why people are seemingly attracted to similar looking people and hence the game that we want to play called siblings or dating which is an instagram account called siblings or dating right Mm -hmm. yes like katie found how did you find that by the way i don't know probably someone like posted something from them and then i was hooked and it's because the whole thing is like you play the game so they'll show the picture of the couple and then you like they'll do it on stories first and then the post Mm -hmm. you'll have to like slide to see if it's find out yeah so Mm. do you like it goes both ways it's like they could be actually related or they could be actually be a couple and you're like what 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 yeah it's like i feel like the more they look alike the more likely they're dating but then but if it's what like they're doing yeah and then if it's like a really weird like somewhat intimate pose then they're more likely to be siblings i don't oh, know no, yeah and who you. knows it's a very popular account now so who knows if people just send stuff in to be like risque or whatever right right we're talking it. about that yeah yeah okay i'm ready i can't wait boop, boop, boop. editing katie here Just to let you know, I decided to put our siblings or dating game exclusively on YouTube just because it uses a lot of visuals and I don't think that would be very fun to just listen to. So make sure you head over to our YouTube channel, which is You're Not Paranoid Podcast, to check out the full episode and watch us play siblings or dating. You can check it out at this time, Mark, around 1 hour and 17 minutes. See you there. Boop, boop, boop. No, thank you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm done. It's I'm a done very interesting. This is too gross. We told you this podcast would be gross sometimes. Mm-hmm. You just didn't think it'd be this kind of gross. But now you know why. Now you know why. Are you dating your third cousin? Let us know. Not you. But listeners, like, is that a thing? Because I know, like, they say that, like, yeah, with, like, the royal family and, like, those things, they, like, try to keep it in the face. It's just. Mm-mm. Yeah, send us your. Your, your weird stories. <laughs> stories. Family dynamics. Or do you look or... like, or have people told you you look like your partner? Yeah. Send us Did pics. You on purpose? Like. Did you not? Do you guys dress the same? Mm-hmm. Make me feel a little better. It's just, I'm just thinking of them all, of all the pictures. <laughs> it's addicting. Once you start, yeah. yeah. We are okay. not responsible for any addictions that may come out of this app, like, or on Instagram, because it's a real addicting. addiction. <laughs> it is. You can't stop. And then you feel like you guess it, and then you, at some point, you're going to get fooled. So that's what makes it so classic. Yeah, and it's funny they'll post um, people's like DMs of like they try to make rules for the account. Like, oh, if there's pictures of them hiking 
it's definitely like dating. dating or then they'll be like if it's this they want you to think it's siblings but it's actually dating yeah so then it's you know blah, you blah, feel blah. like you got it figured out yeah. even though you really don't Mm-mm. oh dang well I feel like we got to just wrap it up because I'm grossed out <laughs> and I still need to eat my burrito. Yeah. <laughs> I have less of an appetite. Yeah. I'll do my best. Okay. Dang. That was Thanks fun. Thanks for listening, everyone. I feel like we should play more games like that. That was like yeah. super fun. Yeah. This will be a good one to watch on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Take a minute or however long this is. Get on there. You could still work and listen and then like glance at the screen. I've mm-hmm. actually done that when we're watching our episodes. It's quite fun. It's <laughs> fun to see our like facial expressions and our how we look when we talk. It's a quite the experience. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that is all. So we appreciate you. Yes, As thank you. The other podcast hosts say, maybe we should say this more. We love you. We cherish you. We thank you for your time here today. We know you could choose any podcast and we thank you for choosing ours. What's that? So from? they do that. They or did several you make podcasts? That up? No, several podcasts I listen to do something like do something mm. along those lines. Like we thank you for your time. Like just like brutal, not brutal, but like just, you know, breaking the fourth wall. Mm. Honesty. You could have gone anywhere today, but no, you chose us. <laughs> it's almost like the you show. Ah, yes. You were scrolling through the apps in your phone. Would you use Spotify or would it be Apple? It didn't matter because you knew you were coming for us. (laughs) We're on both platforms. And then you saw us on Instagram and you knew it was time Mm -hmm. to listen to us. And here we are. You and us. This is us, not the show. Together. (laughs) Thank you for your time. And that is all. I can (laughs) think it's so entertaining. I entertain myself. Maybe Katie. I think she just laughs for fun, but it's fine. (laughs) As long as they're having fun, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, have a good week and we'll see you on the show next time. Also, if you have stories, send them to us because guess what? We have, I've saved this. I just dropped it. There we go. Reaching down. Dropped it on the ground. We have these wicked awesome stickers. Paranoid stickers. Check it. Check it. It catches the light. It's gorgeous. It can go on anything. Stickers for stories. Send them our way. Put them on your stuff. You send us a story. For stories. We will send you a sticker. Because we appreciate you. Indeed. And you appreciate us. And really, that's all. That's the reason we're here is to give you stickers, give you stickers and to create a community and society of people who feel understood. And we reward you with stickers (laughs) and your fame, 10 minutes of fame on the story with the podcast. So, yes, or on the podcast with the story. You get what I'm saying? It's all good. Mm -hmm. All right. Have a great evening. Here's some more sticker grooviness (laughs) for you. Thank you. And. Good night. Good night and goodbye. Good morning. Good Good morning. Good afternoon. (laughs) Say all the greetings. Bye. Bye bye. Mm